Comedy talk at its worst. It's the Lunatic Radio Show. It is the uh, Saturday Night Edition with TJ the Mayor, live from the. What up, Doe? What up, Doe? Uh, yeah, we are back on air. Twenty twenty, a blazing. Uh, let's do this for the Detroit people out there. See if we can play this. Is this working? No, that's not working. Here we go. This is for the Detroit people. What happened to our intro? We got a sand in the deep. It's called What Up Doe, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? In Atlanta, they say what's happening. What's happening? In H-Town, they say what it do. What it do? <laughs> Corner work me out to Detroit when we say what up, Doe. Uh, That's right. What up, so though? when you hear this song, I want you to say, hey. What, what up, Doe? So what up, though, to everybody out there? We're up. It is Woo! the uh, LR show. Uh, I want to start. That's this. how we start out right there. Uh, I set up a new thing. Uh, follow us on the uh, the Instagrams and Twitters at Lunatic Radio, but uh, also in the pro in the in our in our profile on each one of those pages, there's a link tree. So you click the link, you'll get the links to all the um, you know wherever Lunatic Radio is uh, available to watch. You want to get the shows. You can take it to the YouTube plays. It's all on one page. All the links for everything lunaticradio.com or lunatic radio related is in the profile of our Twitter and uh, Instagram. So just click it. Everything's there. You can search around and find everything. Um, uh, yeah, so there's a link tree created oh, yeah. for the uh, show. Makes it easier for people to find out what's going on. Where's the latest episode? Blah, blah, blah. I, I need I need to go to that link because I have no idea when when I'm on. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I have to look for myself to see if I'm on the show. Yeah. I haven't been on the show in about two three months. No, you were on the show last month. Last oh, month you were. Weren't weren't you on the show in December? I don't remember. I don't remember. Our last two shows we never put them on because oh things got screwed up right like the, <laughs> we crashed the, twice. Yeah, the thing crashed. Yeah, like we just did today. I don't know why. Um, also I want to, uh, I want to mention this. Uh, I got a new little, uh, I got new inspiration to do the radio program. And this is, uh, this is me just clicking around, going through the, uh, the analytics of the, uh, the show and the feed and everything. And I really didn't know any of, I knew this information was out there about our show for me to look at, but I had no idea where it was. And I actually found it this week. And uh, I, I got excited. I got new uh, motivation. You try to when you do a show, uh, the podcast for this long, or, or our show for this long, it, it, your motivation for the show goes up and down. You know, your creativity goes up and down, and blah blah blah. So you f- right, try to find right. anything to keep you motivated, or uh, in doing the radio program. Obviously, I'm passionate about the show, but you know, sometimes you're just like, Ugh, I don't know if I want to do it. I don't feel funny today. Anyway, I went through the analytics. I found well, it's not the, a comedy show. I found the analytics of the uh, radio program, and uh, uh, I, I got new inspiration because we're getting close to a million downloads for the lifelong, for the life of the radio program. A million downloads. People, a million times this show has been downloaded over the years. We're getting close. So uh, a chase to a million is getting me motivated. We're not there yet. We're like 16,000 away from a million. So a chase to a million is uh, getting getting me motivated. I'd like to hit a million downloads this year at some point in 2020. 
I want to hit a million, and I don't want to a, mil- s- a million by Valentine's Day. I want to hit a million. I want to hit a million by next show. I want to hit yeah. So it's keeping me motivated. It was actually very uh, interesting to see how uh, how the show because you can literally go with the analytics. You can go through uh, every show. You can go through every show that's uploaded of the Lunatic Radio Show, and mm-hmm. you, you can tell where our our hot moments were and where our down moments were. And uh, our most popular show for some random reason is the is is the show that we did in uh, March eighth two uh, thousand nine. Which is the most popular show we did, and then there was a uh, another show. Was that was that the show uh, with the uh, um, no. what's your name, the porn star on it? No, we had we, we did like this uh, this thing back in the day called Project Lunatic Radio, where we it, it was a spinoff of the uh, uh, Fight Club thing, but we were trying to get uh, our show put on satellite radio. So we had like all these people mailing all these, um, we literally bombard Sirius XM with mail. Uh, mm-hmm. pertaining to the lunatic radio show and people did that they just went you know people from around the country around the world were just mailing letter letters sending poster size shit sending like uh, uh license plates with our fucking logo on it like all sorts of pictures everything they were just bombarding Sirius XM with you know lunatic radio per, uh, paraphernalia whatever and right uh, trying trying to get you on yeah and that uh that show is like when we covered like Everything that people were doing from around the country and around the world. So I guess a lot of people liked wanted to hear what was going on, see if we actually were successful, which we weren't. The only thing that thing produced was an email chain between me and the uh, the head of talk and entertainment there. That was it, and that email chain didn't last very long. Um, yeah, but that's still something. Yeah, it was something. That's still something. Yeah. you know what though? Who? But but look 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 at it. Look back at it now though. Like. Who cares? I mean, streaming has been so big. Yeah. Since then, I obviously didn't know that streaming was going to be so big, but streaming so big that who gives a fuck now? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it, it, it was uh, it was something. Our, actually, our least popular show, I thought, would actually happen in this uh, <laughs> niche, maybe a year, uh, a show I did with uh, Damon uh, Leroy. Uh, but our actually our least popular show was uh, 10.19.05. So I don't know. I guess that's when uh, podcasting wasn't around. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just thought the uh, chase to a million. We almost have a million downloads for the the life of the Lunatic Radio Show. I think yes, I don't let's know get that, a million. I don't know if that's a big thing or not, but it's, you know what? It's not. Something. It's not a big thing to Joe Rogan. It's a big thing to, us. to Lunatic Radio. It's a big thing to us. Fuck, it really it. is. Yeah, that means a million times somebody gave a fuck enough to listen to the bullshit that we have to say. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird to think that like a, a, like a million people heard <laughs> the shit that come out of our mouths, TJ. <laughs> Like that stupid shit that comes out of my my mouth or your mouth or uh, Rock's mouth. You know what my grandmother told my sister one time was uh, it's not uh, it's not what comes out of your mouth that's dirty. It's what goes in your mouth, and you make sure you wash all the dicks you suck. Well, there you go. <laughs> Those are words to live by, everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see what I have. Uh, hey man, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Speaking of all this shit, uh, analytics and shit, I got a bone to pick with you, and I wasn't going to tell you off the air. I'm going to tell you on the air, okay. so you can't fucking get up and go nowhere. You can't leave. You can't run. You can't it. hide. What is it, man? How the fuck? How rich are we? Uh, oh. I haven't got a fucking check. Are you? Referring- you know what I mean? But obviously, we got some bread. I'm, I'm, I'm. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of in my feelings about it. Are you? Uh, I haven't made one update to the fucking studio in like six months. You know what I mean? Can I? Can I get? Can I get another light or something? Are you referring to the uh, new microphone? I still got the fucking. Are you road microphone from like ten years ago? Are you referring to the? I don't know what the hell that was. Some sort of uh, some lunatic radio uh, business fucking profile that some company made up of us. On the yeah. internet, saying that, that we're crazy, war? man. That you can put anything on the fucking internet. Literally, yeah. It makes me. It, 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 I don't believe anything. That's For the on listeners the that don't know what we're talking about, it yeah. said that we were we like made like annually. I don't know, a million dollars, something like that. Six point four million dollars, and that we have twenty four four million dollars. Yeah, we have twenty four employees. Which you know, it'd be nice for me to meet all of them because I don't know any of them. <laughs> well, if you go by all all of our personalities. I mean, we got we got different personalities. Maybe yeah, maybe it's just twenty four personalities in uh, each one of our heads. I don't know. I, like, yeah. It's like D twelve. I want to. I, I will say you know how D twelve got their name. Uh, no, there's six members. 
they all have split personalities. Uh, look at that. Very inventive. Boom. Very Boom. inventive. That's a little fun fact for you for the day, Kieran. Boom. You know what I've been listening to lately? I don't know why. Uh, I think I'm trying to figure out whether... Mumford and Son? No, whether or not he's entertaining or not. Little Lion Man? No. Fren- Mumford and Son? French Montana. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't worried about none. Yeah, it's... Nigga, I ain't worried about none. Let me, let me ask you this, TJ, because you're hip to all the uh, stuff. Um, is French Montana something to listen to, or is he a hack? I don't listen to him, I, but when I party, I listen to him. Listen, I, this this is cha- this is what changed me about French Montana. French Montana, I was like, oh, this is cool to listen to, like when you're at the club, right? Or at a barbecue when mm. it's at it's turn up time and all that shit, right? But my birthday, um, my I think it was my maybe my thirtieth birthday, twenty ninth birthday. I don't know. Anyway, so me and my buddy Chris, we used to always celebrate our birthdays together, and. One of his good friends that ended up being one of our group of our friends is um, SJ, Steven Jackson. He was a running back for the Rams. Well, he's from Vegas. Well, he brought some of his boys from Vegas that he grew up with to uh, Put-In-Bay, where A-Dub's at, for our birthday. Mm. And um, when when they played French Montana, I don't know what the song's called, but it hooks like, nigga, I ain't worried about none. Nigga, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, like this, when that came on, these yeah. guys dressed up in fucking nacho, like or the the libre. What's not? I always think of nacho libre the movie, but what's the the Mexican like mask and stuff? The wrestlers, the Mexican wrestlers. Oh yeah, just like uh, yeah, the the wrestling whatever that's bar, called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like Ray Mysterio Junior type shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And fucking went. I mean, they went absolutely bananas, throwing fucking patio furniture. Fucking bottles are getting sprayed all over the place, and I was like, what the fuck? My girlfriend's with me, who's a nun. And she's just like, yeah, this is my last birthday. I'm going to spend with you in Putin Bay. Like, mm. there was just, just shit went ape shit. So now every time I hear that, I got it in my workout playlist. And whatever workout I'm doing, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as that comes on, like, it's get it time. Like, it's time to fucking get it. Like, that's the only thing that can pop in my head when French Montana, whatever it is. I don't even know what the song's called. You might know. I I, I have, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I've just been listening to French Montana lately, and I'm just like, is this something to... Something the fuck is... I don't know. Like, I don't know if he has a lisp or something. I don't know what is appealing about him. Because I, I don't think he's a very good lyricist. Um, no, but, but no, but he's got this, like, flow. He's, he's got, got this, something. Like, yeah, there's something he's there. He's got this melodic, like, it, everything always fits. Yeah. It, something that he does is kind of, like, out of tone or out of sequence, I want to say. And he's not, you, you he's, not ever, he's not like uh, like saying anything either. <laughs> like it doesn't. No, say, yeah, no, not, that's the, that's the, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like two chains. There's some two chain songs that he ain't saying shit. Right. That motherfucker sounds good saying shit that don't fucking make sense. Yeah, he has uh, he has he says the skirt skirt every time, and I'm just like he just makes noise every once in a while. And I'm just I don't know I, I, I don't know. Anyway, sometimes that's all you need. Uh, that was just a fucking side note. I, I have no idea why I brought that up. Um, yeah, there's a lot going, a lot going on, a lot going speaking on. Of, speaking of that, mm. just a little another little side note. Um, Eminem dropped a surprise album yesterday. Yeah, he likes doing that, right? He just yeah. likes throwing shit out there. It's just like uh, here's some more content. For fuck. Every time, every it. time he drops a surprise album, mm. I'm kind of like, man, I wish that would have been your album because it's, it's usually like lately, lately it's been like album suck, right. Okay, then like a few months later, drop a surprise album. That's way better than the fucking album. Or drop a mixtape, whatever you want to call it. Right. Way better than the album. You know what I mean? It's almost like he needs motivation. Like he needs his people to talk about how much he sucks. You know what I mean? And then he then he just has like some dope ass. When is he gonna stop rapping? I mean, is it there's is there like an age limit to like he is like what, forty seven now? <laughs> um I'll send it to you. I'll send this to you. Montana. It, there you go. There's but uh, no, you know what? <laughs> Why would he stop rapping? Jay Z's not done yeah, rapping. I like, know. I these know. people, but you, you know, know that I mean? people you, still listen to him. The black don't crack. You know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like white guys need to retire. Like you look at, uh, you he look, is looking a little bit older in the face. Though. You, you look at, look at Everlast, and you're like, I don't want to hear Everlast uh, rap yeah, anymore. Yeah. But you know, fucking LL Cool J's around the same age, and you're like, ah, I might want to hear an LL Cool J fucking track. Like LL Cool J can still rap. The guy's like in his mid fifties. You know what I want to tell? You. you know what I, t- I, want, I want to tell him? Huh? Yeah, there's a even if you, <laughs> even if you keep shaving your face, like having a baby face, mm. you still age, man. Like he's just trying to hold on by dear life. Just, just L- keeping LL? that fucking no. no, 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 no. I'm talking about Eminem. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know there's gray underneath that blonde now. And now he's now he dies at black. Well, at least <laughs> at least at forty seven, he's not fucking rapping about mama issues anymore. So that's good. We're over that because there's a lot of fucking songs uh, about my mama. Is, this, is it good? I don't know. I haven't heard. It's, it. it's great. I'll put it on. It's not mama issues. It's actually stepdaddy issues. He's got this song. I don't even know what it's called stepdaddy, but mm. people that listen to it know what I'm talking about. Mm. And it's like it's it's actually dope. It's a storyteller mm. about how one day he just said. Fuck it, and he planned on fucking killing his fucking stepdad, and he did. Not in real life, but yeah, it's no, just it's like you good. know, a metaphor for different right. things that happen. But um, we'll a music podcast, so we'll move on. Uh, yeah, a lot of things have happened in the uh, the world this last week. Uh, uh, a lot of big things, but the one thing that uh, TJ wanted me to watch because uh, obviously I'm a big fan of Netflix, but I didn't come across this, and TJ made me aware that it was out there. Um, is the Aaron Hernandez, the ex-tight end for the New England Patriots. They made a documentary about, uh, obviously he's the guy who killed three people and then hung himself in prison when he, uh, you know, got convicted of those murders. Um, yeah, there, there's the documentary about Aaron Hernandez. And uh, it was fucking interesting as hell. Because when you watch the news coverage of the Aaron Hernandez murders and the trial and all that stuff, they kind of didn't give you a lot. Like, if you heard the news snippets about it, you didn't know. Like, you just they thought, downplayed like, it. They downplayed a lot of it in real time when it was happening. Yeah. It wasn't as big as the OJ thing. I think they was trying to do that on purpose. I think they were trying to, like, dumb it down. Yeah. So people don't, uh, uh, like, idolize it kind of like how the OJ thing was. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the OJ thing was the tr- obviously the trial of the century, you know? And not- and this could have been pot- – they, they media could have made this potentially – Bigger than the OJ case, potentially they could have. Because of the the way that, um, let me decline that. Somebody's calling me. Um, the way that you know media is, and there's you know the internet it is. It could have been a giant fucking you know um, case to be covered. You know, but yeah, obviously the internet wasn't around back when the OJ trial happened. But that still was a yeah. monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, but I had no idea about like half the shit that uh, this documentary. Uh, described about Aaron Hernandez. I had no idea that he, I had no idea that he was even from Connecticut, like the home of ESPN, Bristol, Connecticut. I had no idea that um, when he was a high school football player, he had homosexual intercourse with the quarterback of the team. I had no idea about that. You know what, man? Here, it, let, let me let, let me let me. I got a comment <laughs> he was on that. Banging I got the a fucking comment quarterback. on that. One thing that I really, really, really don't didn't like about this mm. is not that they mentioned it. If you mentioned it, fine, but they made it like too big in the documentary about him having uh, sexual, you know, uh, relationships it, right. with, with other, you know, boys or men or whatever at the time. It had it. It wasn't significant enough to what the 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 killings, and everything was about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, it was almost like this, and because I told you, I'm keeping it real in 2020. I'm going to say what's on my mind. And this is exactly what's on my mind is that, uh, listen, gay community, like, listen, you can't be the center of attention of everything. Right. You can't make everything about about homosexuality. You just can't. You just, like, they try to take away so much from what what the trials really were and what was going on. And then at the end, they try to speculate, oh, well, maybe that was why. Maybe him and because he uh, was- the, the guy he killed had had relations. Uh, or he knew. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a rumor or a thought. That's an afterthought. That's not, there was no, there's never any evidence. There's never nothing like that. I didn't see the second. I know there is a, is a couple part documentary. I only saw the first yeah, one. Part. Um, but. I don't know. People, why are people texting me during the show? Um, yeah, I, it, sorry, it, that it, was me it, texting you to show you yourself in ten years. It was, um, <laughs> yeah, it was just very fucking interesting. And obviously, the the first part that I saw was uh, obviously you hear like the phone conversations of uh, from him from prison with you know family members, his girlfriend. Uh, you see that like almost like it seemed like it portrays his girlfriend who stuck with him throughout the whole entire trial was pretty much there for the money. I feel like. Uh, she like the guy that he killed. What is it, Loden, Logan, Loden Boyd, or something like that? The guy that he killed. Yeah, that was that was her sister's boyfriend. Her sister's boyfriend, and she, the Aaron Hernandez's girlfriend, chose Aaron Hernandez, you know, the killer over her own sister. To you know, 
Yeah, but but to back her own this sister. Is, this like, is this ain't like just your boyfriend. Like you have a kid with him. Huh. You know what I mean, let's just say they were married. Let's just say. Wouldn't you expect her to have stick with her husband over a man that's not her family? Like I get that her sister's her family. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's it sucks that you're in between a rock and a hard place. But this isn't just your boyfriend that you can just get rid of and never speak to again. You've been together for since high school. You have a baby together. Right. Yeah. Live together. You're you're engaged. You know what I mean? They were engaged. So this isn't like, you know, Do you, I get what you're saying, but it's just kind of I mean, that's that's just got a tough predicament for her. You got to imagine be. if you're if you're if you're dating a dude who do you think she ever had any idea that he might have had, you know, the homo stuff going on? Like, you know, the being gay? I don't think so. I don't think so. Because once you, once you, well, you only seen the first part. Once, once they dive into the documentary, yeah. you find out that, like, that his, how, how manly of a man his father is and how they would want to, uh, hmm. You know, keep a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't never say nothing about that. Right. You know what they, I mean? They did kind of do but, describe that. But yeah. once again, though, but once again, though, this is what I this is what I I can't stand about this documentary though is that him and homosexuality encounters has nothing to do with anything else. You know what I mean? It's kind of like man, gay community, step back, step back a little bit. Like I want to know about this stuff. Mm. I, I, I you know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm here to be entertained. I kind of want to know stuff just for just because it entertains me. About, you know that's why we watch the documentary. And like you got like half an hour segments pretty much about homosexuality, but it's like. Okay, but we get it. It he didn't kill anybody that he had homosexual encounters with. Yeah, but the, so why I, is it significant? So stop. You, you get what I'm saying? Like mm. it's almost like they were trying to pour it onto us, and it wasn't a big enough part of the story for you to pour it. You right. know what I mean? Well, and the, everybody that knows me knows. Like I'm I, listen, LBGTQ community. I'm with you. I've I've always you know what I mean. I'm I'm, I'm I've never like. Well, they were just trying to find a motive. Like they were trying to figure out why. I guess I don't know. I only saw the first part. Oh well, that's the thing though. That's they that never was like was a, like a huge thing. Like okay, they, they put in there talking about like he he might have been uh, uh had CTE from all the hits in high school and college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then they dismissed that really quick. So why aren't you dismissing like that? It had something to do with homosexuality. You know what I mean? Because the homosexuality is a bigger story. Nobody cares about CTE. Let, let's keep it real. Like the 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 public doesn't care about CTE. CTE, ladies and gentlemen, that's where you've gotten hit too. Uh, it's a disease in your brain. You got hit in the head too many times. Right. Yeah. yeah. Are happening, and it, and it makes you. It gives you kind of like dementia. Like you start forgetting stuff. You you do different things. You know. You almost act like a you know a hundred year old man when you're only like in your fifties. Right. But it's you know what I mean? They, they're so quick to dismiss that part. So. You know what I mean? When they said, oh, that's what that's that could have caused it. But then they dismissed that. No, 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 no. I don't forgive him because CTE doesn't make you do that. There's a lot of people with CTE that don't kill people. Well, there's a lot of people that have homosexual encounters that are that claim to be straight men, and you don't see them murdering people. So dismiss that too then. Well, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I just, you know, no, I just I, I don't want to beat a dead dog, but I just I wish that sometime listen, 2020 gay community, hey, take a step back a little bit. Not everything's about you. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I get it, it's but I'm, I, no, it's no, no, no. I, the discussion is really. Not, I just, I just found the documentary interesting because, I mean, literally, Aaron Hernandez had a, a multi-million dollar home. Uh, the night he shot Loden Boyd or whatever the guy name is, uh, forgive me, I can't remember his name. Um, Aaron, Aaron came back after he shot him, uh, and literally, his house has like this top of the line security system, like HD cameras everywhere, inside and outside of the house. And Aaron's walking through his house with a gun. Fifteen minutes after, you know, the, he was shot. The guy was shot. So it's just like, my lord. And then later on, uh, he sends a text. Like days later, he's like, "If you want to know where the quote unquote thing is, it's here in the house. Uh, go get it." He texts his girlfriend. Oh there. yeah, he texts his girlfriend and, and, and says, "Hey, it, yeah. that, that box behind the TV with your stuff in it." Right. That's where it's at. Then five Basically, minutes like, later on the cameras, security cameras in the house, you see her taking out a box inside of a garbage bag. I mean, the, his home, his own home convicted him. 
like of the murder. Like everything was there. Oh, you would think the you would. You the would, shit gets deep, Kieran. The shit gets deep. You only watch part one. The shit gets deep. Yeah, it's insanity though. Like I'm gonna give you a little bit of spoiler alert mm. for conversation or for 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 uh, yeah for what we're talking about. You know what I mean? To bring a little context to it. Odin so here's Boyd. A, here's there a, you go. Thank- Odin Boyd. O- o- yeah, Odin Lloyd. Odin Lloyd. Odin Lloyd. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. Uh, is that the reason why he got that in the first place, that, that security system, mm. was because he was scared that something was about to come back on him for another murder that he did. Right. Yeah, the three murders. And then they, yeah. then, they then they mention that he potentially could have killed three people, and then the following week or following month, he signs a $42 million contract with the Patriots, goes on yeah. to play an entire season of football being the murderer of three people. It's insane. Yeah. It's an insane fucking uh, point. I think it's- well, when man, I've never, I've never ever seen. You know how like people mm. they talk about people having a, a Napoleon complex or yeah. a short man's complex. Mm. This guy had a short man's complex like none other, and he was huge. He was a gigantic individual. Yeah, he's like monster. What's he about six five? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Two sixty, two seventy. Yeah, I mean right? if, you, if you watch the, the high school footage of him on the field with the other kids, he was just a man amongst children. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like he had this once you start watching a documentary and you get deep into it, like you see like once they start bringing up everything that happens, people start testifying and everything. Mm. Like you're like, wow, like this dude like flipped out all the time over nothing. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. two guys that he killed uh um in Boston. Like, yeah, it was like a that was over shooting. spilled drink. Well, he, I don't, I, don't, I think he got acquitted of that one, but I mean, a lot of the evidence, evidence was there. That was over a spilt drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, the, the guy that testified against him, he tried to kill. That's why the guy testified against him. One of the gangsters that he, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was with him. He, she tried to kill him. They did make, a, they did make a point in the documentary that a lot of like his life turned once his father died in 2006 and that, um, his mother went on to like soon as right after his father died in 2006, uh, Aaron Hernandez dead. Uh, his mother went on to like date uh, like a family member. His, his, or yeah, his cousin's uh, his cousin's ex. Yeah. So and that really pissed his cousin. Off. His cousin actually became like his mom. And that really pissed off Aaron. And Aaron went on to live with, you know, wouldn't stay at the house anymore. His childhood home. He went and lived with his cousin and at the cousin's house is when he you know, kind of got into, uh, there was a lot of drugs and a lot of partying and a lot of gangster stuff. And that's where his life kind of changed. And obviously not having the father figure around anymore. Um, you know, he, he really had no guidance because his dad, Aaron Hernandez's father was like the king of the town. He was like king of Bristol, Connecticut. Everybody oh, yeah, looked up to him. Shit. So yeah, he was Aaron, Aaron was kind of like on the straight and narrow when his dad was around and when he lost his dad and his mom went off to, you know, blow the fucking, blow this other guy he got really mad and then he's you know his life just changed because he went to his cousin's house and his cut or his cousin's house was you know just a like a fucking you know they were doing drugs and marijuana and see and, and see that and see that's the that's the point right there is that that had a huge impact and they like they said it in the documentary but then they try to downplay it like i said and try to put a bunch of other uh narratives in there mm-hmm. to try to make it entertaining and it's like no just t- just call a spade a spade it is what it is yeah. you know what i mean don't try to put all these fucking conspiracies and all this different stuff it is what it is it's a broken home you know what i mean he you know he feels a certain way about it don't try to put in his homosexual activities don't try to put in uh the cte thing mm. like call it what it is it's a broken home he has been a uh you know the, it, it showed that he had been a um uh like a troubled kid for a while. You know what I mean? He's right. never really that happy. Right. You know what I mean? He even says that in the end. And here's a fucking, here's another twist to it. The cousin's house that he stayed in, mm-hmm. when they were searching her house to oh, find yeah. evidence. Yeah. Easy to hear about. When they're yeah. searching her house to find evidence of the, of the Lloyd killing. That's when they found the car. That was from, involved in the double shooting from of those the, guys the, the in double homicide yeah. Yeah. in Boston. It's like, God, you're a bad murderer. Like to make light of a little bit of this. Yeah. Hey, listen, just get rid of the fucking listen. car. It sat in that garage for a year. Listen. It was covered by. It was covered in dust. It just sat in the garage. It didn't run you're, for a year. You're a bad murderer, and you're around a bunch of bad criminals. Because guess what? None of them know what the fuck they're doing. Aaron Hernandez. I will go out on. A, I'm not going out on a limb and saying this. He is a dumb murderer. Like because he That's, had he had HD cameras all over his mansion. He kills somebody and he just rolls into the house like, you know, he doesn't watch any with the gun. 
He rolls in the house with a gun. He doesn't watch <laughs> A&E. I know. He's terrible. He didn't really think. You never watched the first 48. Yeah, you yeah. never watched fucking TV shows. Yeah, he's a, he's a moronic. Come on, man. He's a moronic murderer. By the way, you can still call into the radio program. 716-325-0299 if you uh Oh shit, we got a new number. 716-325-0299. There were, there was a, a couple of people trying to call in and it kept on going to my phone. It wasn't going to my computer. So, uh I think I had that fixed. 716-325-0299 if you want to call into the radio program and join in on the fucking conversation. Uh yeah, the Aaron Hernandez thing, go fucking watch on Netflix. It's pretty interesting. Um the, the news really didn't when the news covered the trial and the trial was happening, it really didn't give you all this stuff. I feel like, and now uh, the whole story's out there. It is; a, it's an entertaining watch. Netflix is killing it lately, and um, uh, I, I think I think it's definitely as entertaining, uh, almost as entertaining as the OJ. It um, is. It is the OJ documentaries. The, the OJ part, documentary. I mean, that was seven hours. <laughs> well, I mean, ESPN did it, so they did a lot better job of OJ fucking, shit yeah. because it was. It was bigger than life. You know what I mean? I mean, we're still talking about the OJ trials now. Even in this case, they brought up the OJ trial. But um, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Uh, it's it's unfortunate that it's entertaining because you have victims involved. Mm. I will we'll put that disclaimer out there. But, I mean, it, it's it's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, the other there's a couple other things that happened this fucking week. Um, obviously, the major league uh, fucking cheating scandal. Uh, yeah, them cheating motherfuckers. They've been cheating. What are you talking about? Uh, hold on. Uh, check out Didn't the Outsider on HBO with Jason Bateman. I don't know what that is. I don't know cool teacher what that is, but I, I will check that out. Um, yeah, fucking the Major League Baseball cheating scandal. The Astros in in fucking a this this home run right here is uh fucking shit and pisses me off every time I hear it now. Uh, let's see if Wait, we that was good. The Yankees wasn't it? Yeah, it was the fucking. A little midget motherfucker knew that pitch was coming from Chapman. He knew it because hey. allegedly, uh, the, obviously, the, everybody knows what the, the cheating scandal is. The fucking A.J. Hitch from the Astro manager got fired. Uh, Jeff, uh, the general manager for the Astros, got fired. Kalsh Beltron, who played for the Astros uh, right up until he retired, got fired from the Mets. He didn't have a, He got hired to be the Mets manager, didn't even get a chance to manage a game, and he got fired. And then Alex Cora who was also a bench coach for the Astros, got fired from the Boston Red Sox. So it, it, the cheating scandal, there, there's some obviously some clout to it. It actually happened. But the latest allegations are that Jose Altuve of the Astros, the little midget motherfucker who hit this goddamn home run, the fucking little prick bastard, he's my size. He knew that pitch was coming from fucking Geraldo, uh, Geraldus Chapman. He knew that pitch was coming. You know why? Because the allegations are that they had little buzzers inside their jerseys. Do you, that did you see that video pitches. of him uh, crossing home plate yes. saying, don't take my jersey off, don't, don't grab my jersey off, and closing his... Right. And like, his, his excuse... Like, uh, like, a, like, a, like a college girl doing a walk of shame. You see him? He walked across a plate like a college girl doing a walk of shame in the morning, all covered up like, no, no, no. Hey, no, my friend. And, right. I, and I'm just saying that because I'm, I'm assuming that he probably speaks like that because he he's has a good accent. baseball player. I'm pretty accent. sure all good baseball players speak like this. Uh-huh. My friend, I'll take off my shirt, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he and he claimed listen, that he listen, he didn't listen, he claimed listen, that he didn't listen, want to put this. Dis- let me put this disclaimer out there. All right. OK. It's not racist. If it's true. Oh. Yeah, no, he well, he was covering a shirt. He claimed that his wife didn't want he, they, he, she wanted him to hold on to the shirt and, and and not rip off the jersey when he crossed home plate. But which is horseshit. Oh, the, because, all the old wife said because it, scandal in your mind when you when you hit a game winning home run in the seventh game, bottom of the ninth, to send your team to the World Series. Who gives a fuck what your wife thinks when you're rounding third base? Who you're cares? thinking about your wife? When no, you you're cross not. Home plate, you're not. You're and not. You just, right. you just hit the home run to go it's to the World Series. It's a horseshit excuse. Fuck out of here. I, As you New Yorkers say, fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Honestly. Fuck out of here. Altuve has just sent the Astros to the World Series. 
And in another note, a guy my size, Altuve's my size. He, he's actually lighter than I am. Uh, he, there's no way he's hitting a ball 420 feet off of Geraldus Chapman unless he knows it's coming. <laughs> there's no way. The little motherfucker, he has to let, he just guessed right. He knew the fastball was coming. He hit it perfectly. It's horseshit. Come on, man. You can't you can't compare yourself to a major league player because just I can. I just did. I no, I get it. I'm not, I don't have the skill set he has to play baseball. But that little guy. But you know what though? You know what he has? Or you know what you have that he doesn't have? The fucking gift to talk on that microphone, Kieran. Yeah, no. It's, and, and because they come he up with a better. English. Come up with a better excuse. Does the guy speak English? By the way, he he does. Yeah. He, he, who is he, this guy? I don't even know who this guy is. Altuve. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, he's the he's the. Sec- if you're not a Detroit Tiger, I don't fuck with you. He's like, a, he's, a, he's, he's the second are. baseman for the Astros. Second baseman, right? Yeah, used to be, or is he still? He still is. Yeah. Well, if if it, if it comes out that there's another player on the team too, Alex Bregman and uh, uh, Jose Altuve, okay. um, they're both accused of wearing these little buzzers inside their jerseys uh, that would you know buzz off and and indicate to them what pitch is coming from whatever pitcher they're facing. Uh, if they're both, if that is actually true, they, they should never be able to play baseball again. Jose Altuve was an MVP. That's how good he is. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah okay, okay, okay. And, and somebody was actually somebody yeah, was telling wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. When, wait. When was he MVP? That year, or the year before? I don't, I don't fucking remember. I don't know, but I know that this cheating scandal probably it was like, it was, probably prevented the Yankees from going to the World Series twice because wrong. they were cheating. Well, here's here's the thing: like the Astros. It's interesting. The Astros' home record is way better than their away record. And it's because they had all that fucking technology happening and stealing signs at home. Yeah. I heard this this girl on uh, First Take trying to uh, – I think it was First Take. Mm. It's one of the one of the Stephen A. Smith deals. She was trying to argue mm. at how good the Astros were and everything, which, um, yeah, they're very talented. But, like, uh, who's the guy that's, out, that's on there with uh, Stephen A. Smith? Oh fucking uh, Max Kellerman! Max was talking about guy who, he just shut he just shut her down. It's like, are you serious? Like they barely won against the Yankees twice on the road. Like they barely yeah. pulled it out. Yeah, you know what I mean, and then they then when they went home, like they barely won, even when they were cheating. Like they're not bet they weren't better than the Yankees. Right, I don't like, think so. the yeah. only thing that put them over the edge for two games, three games, whatever it was. You know what I mean? By the way, if you're a New York Yankee fan, this offseason's been great for you because you signed the best picture in baseball and your rival lost their fucking manager in the Boston Red Sox and the other rival, yeah. the Houston Astros, are just done. <laughs> yeah. They're over. They're not even a baseball team anymore. So if, the, if yeah. you're the New York Yankees, no, it's, it's it's good for the American League right now. Like yeah. this is good. Like I'm a Tigers fan, and we were in dead last last year. But guess what? I'm happy about it. What's going to happen when the fucking Astros go on the road this year? And Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve are on the fucking squad still. And they what, what's going to? I mean, the boos are going to be unreal, don't you think? They're never going to have a game where they're not booed. They're going to be booed. They're going to be booed like crazy, I, except I for I in Boston. When they go, when they when they when they cross over to play Boston, mm. and they start saying "booze," it's not they're not booing; they're actually actually asking for booze. Like, uh, have you ever been to Red Sox Stadium? Uh, uh, Fenway Park. It? They ask for boo. Yeah. Well, they're asking for yeah. beer. They're just, Is that what you're yeah, saying? they're just drunk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think they ever booed anybody legitimately. I think they're just trying to call yeah. for booze. There's not enough people going around selling beer. They're like booze. If you want to call it to the radio program. Yeah, the, the, the fucking Karen, che- the cheating sandal is fucking crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. It is. It's on par with, do you think it's on par with the steroid stuff and the... Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. This, I got a question or, for you. Yeah. It's in-game cheating. That's what it is. That's the difference. It's in-game cheating. Right, right, right. And I and that that's what I was going to bring up because I got a question for you. I got a two-part mm. question. First part is, the first thing I was going to say is, uh, you be a baseball fan, mm. a way bigger baseball fan than I am. Mm. So, is it just me being biased because I'm such a football fan and basketball fan, uh, or is it? Am I right with saying this that baseball players, baseball organization, period, does not they're not held subject uh, to like to 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 the punishments that other sports are? 
for one, they don't have a they don't have a salary cap, so they mm. can make all this fucking tons of money. Mm. They hardly ever get suspended, and when they do get suspended, it's not as significant. They get a two game suspension. Well, there's fucking 160 games. Bro. How, how many is there? 160, 100, right? Yeah, 162. Yeah, 162 games. Mm. We're talking about basketball where there's 82. We're talking about uh, NFL where there's 16. Bro. You know what I mean? So if everybody gets a two game suspension. It's not, it's you know, not you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. their their suspensions aren't significant. They don't matter. They take that time off anyway because they take time off during well, they, the season. They to rest. get they get for if you're if you're pop for PEDs or something, you get a 50 game suspension, and then you know. Oh, it's 50 games. It's 50 games. Yeah, so oh, it's not. PEDs. Yeah, for PEDs right, right. or you know or something. I mean, well, yeah, but, before, but I'm just saying, before, just in general, because PEDs isn't all they get suspended for. Before I'm talking it, about like off the field antics and shit, be, all this shit generally combined. Before AJ Hitch got. Um, Fired. He was suspended for a year, like because of this cheating thing. So he was he wasn't even going to manage this year anyway. But he got then he got fired. Um, yeah, no, I mean it, it, they get punished, but you know the the, diff- the only difference is is that their all their money's guaranteed. So I mean, if Altuve that, couldn't right. if Altuve couldn't play another game, or Alex Bregman couldn't play another game, they still have their millions. They're not you know they're not losing out. They're not like right. a football player who's not like their their contracts incentive based. A lot of them are, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't even understand football contracts anymore. I feel like they're not even like contracts. <laughs> they're well, they're, like, they're all they're they're all incentive based up yeah. to this point. That's why so many players are trying to uh, push to get guaranteed money. Mm. You know what I mean? And they don't get that up front, but it's still guaranteed money. They just they spread it out, you know, in increments throughout yeah. their contract, but it's still guaranteed. And that's why so many of them are fighting for it because of injury purposes. They're not thinking about suspension, but there are there are clauses in there that if you get suspended for certain things, uh, they do um, uh, take back all, uh, a substantial amount mm. of money. You know what I mean? Like these guys are getting hit. Sometimes these guys get, like if you look at the the Jacksonville bullshit that happened, that, you know when they fired Tom Coughlin. Mm. I don't even know what the, you know what's what I mean? that about As the GM. Well, I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey and all these guys have been saying for a long time that like he would like set the clocks in the whole facility five minutes uh, fast. Right. Uh-oh. So if you show up late, he can find you like the, the, the players association, the, the union has uh, f- paid out. I, I, it was millions of dollars they paid out just like, I don't know, this is about, probably about a month ago. Anyway, they paid out millions of dollars back to uh, uh, all these players for getting fines. One, one player was fined seven hundred thousand dollars in a year, seven hundred thousand dollars in a year by Tom Coughlin himself. That's fucking horseshit. They were trying to say that he had to use team doctors in the off season when he when you don't have to use team doctors in the off season. Mm. So you know what I mean. But I'm saying what I'm saying is these guys are subject to all these fucking fines and they're losing so much pay. Even when they play the game and, and they and they and they hit somebody wrong, and they get fined, which I feel like is such horseshit. But it is, man. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But with you, like I said, we're talking about the baseball thing, and I just I just kind of I, I just feel like that, like like these guys aren't getting punished. With this scandal, yes, I think this is going to be huge. I think this is going to come in and it's going to change one. how people are are dealt with in the MLB. I, I think it's, it's a big one. I, this is a big one. This is on par with the steroids. It's on par with Pete Rose. Um, you know, these guys might not play another game. And fuck them. If they, if, you know, if they cheated like that, then fuck them. You know? I mean, why would you? I don't, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Every, everybody tries to get the advantage. I get it. But in other sports, they're getting fined and they're getting they're getting uh, all this bullshit because of shit you're not supposed to do. Mm. Like these guys are getting fined for smoking weed, right? Mm. Right. I mean, fucking no, Josh Gordon was drunk and high before the games. Motherfucker, you go out there and get a hundred yard, and you're drunk and high. Like you should get an extra bonus. I believe. Hey, fucking, that's hard to do. I believe Major League Baseball is not going to test for marijuana anymore. I actually heard that recently. They're not even going to test. That's what I'm saying. It. These guys are still getting. They're they're playing the sport that you shouldn't be able to play mm. being high all the time. They should get an extra bonus and get fined. But instead, mm. you got baseball, who's always people are always on steroids, and they're they're like that should be a fineable because it's it's enhancing you, right? It's when, when in other sports you're getting fined for stuff that should be handicapping you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think so. I think. I mean, if you're on drugs, yeah, party drugs. Oh, okay, yeah, that's handicapping you. Yeah, but if you're on PEDs, that's helping you. You're not getting as much of punishment as these guys that are actually yeah. doing shit that's bad for your body. Yeah. As far as like smoking weed, you know what I mean? Being drunk on game day, fucking snorting cocaine, whatever their, their vice is. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of heavy talk going on here. Let's take a uh, intermission and look at some uh, photos.
of the great Instagram model, uh, niece Wade Hofer, everybody. Thoughts of you. Thoughts of you. Yeah. There she is. Oh, my, my. Niece Wade yeah. Hofer. My latest fascination on the internet. Beautiful brunette, pale skin from the great city of Houston. That's my favorite one right there. I'm going to start doing uh, niece, niece Wade Hofer. I'm going to start doing... Yeah, I'm thinking over. Uh, I'm going to be doing niece Wade Hofer fucking weekly updates i think until uh this is what this is what now now i'm brainstorming right here once we hit a million downloads i think uh niece way needs to be our guest on the radio program to celebrate it because she is an amazing uh specimen on the internet follower at niece wade hofer on the uh instagram she is uh from the city of and houston they, and suggest that like our listeners, hey, listeners out there. Yeah. When we hit a million, like, hit her up. Yeah. The lunatic at, at her at everything. That's a good. Try to get her on a deal. That's a good. That's a good. Here's Niece Wade Hofer. Uh, that is a good deal. Yeah. People bombard Niece Wade Hofer at Niece Wade Hofer on Instagram and tell her she needs to come on the Lunatic Radio Show as a call in or Skype in or fucking something video in guest uh, because the LR show is going to hit a million downloads pretty soon. And she'll help us get there very quickly. Trust me, she'll help us get there very quickly. She has quite the following on Instagram, and she's very pretty. She she should have a following. I mean, she's I don't even think she's real. It doesn't even seem like she's real. I when, when I when you first started showing pictures, I thought she was one of them uh, new dolls, the new robot dolls. <laughs> I thought you were on the Westworld yeah. shit again. She's actually a human. I swear being, to God, like she, I thought it was a joke that you weren't telling me about, and I was like, oh, okay. She actually. So the Westworld came out with real robots again. Yeah, she's actually a real human being because she does look like a fuckable robot. Unreal. Niece Wade Hofer, everybody. Follow her on the Instagram. She is uh, quite the uh, attractive person. Let's get her on the program so we can get to that million downloads. For the uh, the life uh, of the Lunatic Radio uh, show. Uh, by the way, Subaru, uh, the company Subaru that makes the cars, uh, has issued an apology uh, for some not f- uh, so safe for work initials. Uh, they had they have a car that's called the Forester Unlimited Customized Kit Special uh, acronym uh, Fox. That is the the acronym. Fucks. They have a fucks car. So they're sorry wow. for Wow. The Forrester Unlimited Customized Kit Special for uh, the new Subaru car. <laughs> they have the fucks car. <laughs> I don't know how they fucked that up, but. This is great. Yeah. No, nobody. Yeah. Subaru apologizes the U.S. dealers. Are the yeah. <laughs> Somebody in their marketing team. It's fired for sure. Yeah, somebody. Uh, Come on, <laughs> really? Ah, uh, you know what? It might be quite in the. It, it, it's creative. I think it's creative. You know, somebody was trying to sneak that by. Somebody in the uh, the development fucking section of Subaru. Yeah, the fox car. Not a bad. Not a bad. Uh, I don't know. This is that's just something. Uh, Odell, you know, but- you know who's a big uh, um, a big Subaru supporter. It's fucking uh, a big loyalist. I swear to God, hmm. fucking Joey Diaz, the comedian. Yeah, you ever you ever fuck with him and Joe Rogan? Like they get on, like they're good friends, so they are always yeah. on the show together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, dude, I remember he was telling the story about is, how fucking how he used to sell cars for Subaru in uh, in Boulder, Colorado, hmm. and like how they're the safest car, like being there, having all these different cars. He said Subaru and fucking Toyota, and nobody. He said that Americans don't want to fucking come to terms with it because they're they're not American cars, you know what I mean? But right. they're the best fucking car, and they run for... I guess they one of the Toyotas that they had fucking ran for a million fucking miles. Really? It ran a Toyota for a million miles. It hit a million miles. Is that miles. fucking legitimate? A car can go That's from- legitimate. Oh, yeah, they had a car that went a million miles. They had a Subaru that went 500,000, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well... Yeah. Yeah, big fucking big Subaru guy that yeah. that fucking Joey Diaz is. Could you imagine fucking seeing Joey Diaz just, roll up in a fucking Subaru? What do they got? Outbacks? Is that a Subaru? Yeah, that's an, yeah, that's the only Subaru I know of. 
That's the only Subaru modeled car I know of. You go to a you go to a show, you go to the stand and go see your boy Chris, Mm. and all of a sudden, fucking Joey Diaz pulls up. Hey, hey, you know, in his little fucking accent. Hey, what what do I valet? And he's got a fucking Subaru. Every time I think of that Subaru Outback, I think of uh, the Bloomin' Onion. I don't know why. So I'm not the only one. I'm right there with you. I think about the Bloomin' Onion and then the toppings you can add to your steak. And crocodile You know what I mean? The shrimp, mushroom, and all this other shit. Right, yeah. Um, By the way, is uh, Australia still on fire? I don't know. Yes. Is it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just watched a video of of a dog saving... A koala or something out of a fucking tree and oh, really? the forest that were burning. Yeah, it was a dope fucking story. But I, to make myself feel better, because sometimes I fucking suffer from depression. So for, <laughs> so sometimes I get on. I got I follow all these fucking uh, dog humor fucking things. On oh, Twitter, I, f- I always follow that on I, Instagram. Man. Oh my god, for a cats half an doing hour, things, dogs doing things, oh, animals for half doing an things. hour. Yeah. My finger is just like this, just constant. Yeah, I'm just. It's just either- for a half an hour straight until I get it back into a good mood. I've been stressed out lately. We're fucking house shopping. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking winter. Like, I get stressed out. My work in- stresses me out. And I just go like this. I, I, I swear to God, I sit in my fucking office at work, and I fucking I, I put these things up so nobody like nobody knows I'm in there. Mm. You know what I mean? Nobody's supposed to come in there when yeah, I'm not you're, in there. You're blocking, the you're blocking the view, yeah. Well, there's like, a, there's like this thing that we turn around. Anyway. And I fucking put that up like I'm not in there. And for a half an hour, dude, I'll shut off the world. I swear to God, Kieran. And I'll just fucking start scrolling up. <laughs> yeah. And I seen this, I seen this fucking video. Yeah. Of this fucking dog, uh, saving a koala. It was the dopest shit ever. Yeah. You know I mean, it made me fucking feel good. It was like, you know, all these fucking people and all these human beings aren't helping, but you know who's helping? Man's best friend. Man will help you. The man's best friend. Damn it. He's there. Cats and dogs are the only things that are authentic out there these days, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I'm the same way, dude. My Instagram thing is like niece Wade Hofer and cats and dogs doing things. That's the only things I look at. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that and, yeah, it's, or, yeah. It's butts, it's butts and animals doing nice things and being funny and goofy. Hashtag, it's like hashtag, your hashtags are fucking weird because they're like hashtag cat, hashtag pussy. Yeah. Hashtag dog. Hashtag doggy style. Yeah. I see how they go, how they commingle, how they go together, Kieran. I see what you do there. Yeah. So if there, so so if you ever if you ever I like somebody came and went through your computer, you know what I mean? Like you can you can you can argue that like no 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 like doggy yeah, no. style like yeah I, I, like- I look up mating like because I want to see who's like who's got the best kennel <laughs> who's raising these dogs you know pussy pussy cat you know come on yeah hey speaking of pussy cat. Mm. The fucking that that cats movie, oh, the cat. Oh, oh, the movie. Oh cat. my god, is just taking shits all around the world. Nobody liked that. What did it do? Hey Google, what did the cats the movie do at the box office? See if they have an answer to that. On the website variety.com, they say Tom Hooper's big screen adaptation has clawed its way to thirty-eight million dollars globally after two weeks in theaters, a dismal figure that could result in one hundred million dollars in theatrical losses, according to rival studio executives. Wow! So it lost a hundred million losing, dollars, bro. It lost a hundred million. People are fucking coming out of the theaters like, what the fuck did we just watch? Hey Google, how much did it cost to make the film Cats? The budget for Cats was $95 million. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. $38 million cost $95 million to make. That's unreal. <laughs> I'm no math major, but uh, I think it's supposed to be higher than that. Yeah, that fucking... fucking uh, somebody, somebody took a bath on that fucker. Uh, oh, they were talking about Jumanji. It was going to kill, like, Jumanji and it, all this other shit. What? What? What is the... F- I don't even know what the... Wh- hey, Google, what is the plot of Cats? Here's the synopsis of Cats. A tribe of cats must decide yearly which one will ascend to the heavy side layer and come back to a new life. What? Is this a Bible story? I have Is this no fuck. The story I, of Jesus Christ? I don't know. Is Coming it, back? I, I don't no know. I do what that even that means. So I guess, yeah. Is it, it doesn't even seem like it's that good of a story. Yeah, cast the movie. Not, uh, not, uh, not good. Um, no, no, does that. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just. What? No. Um, well, I was going to go on to the Odell Beckham Jr. stuff, but I don't really give a shit. There's a war. Well, we, we'll go into that after this, then. Speaking of movies, then, let, I mean, that, like, let's dig into a little bit of the Oscar nominees that came out. Because I'm trying to look right now to see if Cats 
Hold on, let me quickly do this. The police, the police have issued a warrant for OBJ's arrest because apparently he slapped the butt. Like, he was at the LSU-Clemson game, the national championship game. LSU won. Eldell right. was on the sideline. He ended up in the locker room afterwards. Uh, and I guess there was a cop asking one of the players on the LSU football team if he was drinking. And the video shows, you know, that... The, the player showing the cop that whatever he was drinking in wasn't alcohol. But in the meantime, Odell Beckham slapped the cop's butt. To like Male his- or female, doesn't matter if you're in a locker room of a team that just won the championship. Yeah. You're subject to an ass slap. Well, it's a cop, though. You know, I, I get it. Doesn't matter. And then you want to you want to be that cop. The whole point is want to be that cop in the locker room. You're subject to an ass mat. The whole point that of my take on this fucking whole thing is that Aldell Beckham is fucking annoying. <laughs> like he just wants to be the center of attention of everything. I mean, he's on. He was on the field after the uh, uh, LSU won, handing players money. I would imagine that's an NCAA violation, isn't it? I mean, I nope. guess it's not really that big of a deal. No, because they they already they already uh, um, the, the, what the season's over. Going to the, no, they already said they're going to the, they're going in the draft. So, well, they they. All right, I don't once know. How, I don't once you announce you're going to the draft and you're not returning, you can do whatever the fuck you want at that point. Well, I don't know any of this stuff to be true, but he's just very annoying. I, what I know to be true is that I'm glad Odell Beckham doesn't play for my New York Giants anymore. He's the most fucking annoying NFL football player out there. Period. In this day and age, Odell Beckham. Yeah, but but he's not. But how? But he's he's not being. He's not being a a center of attention for smacking a cop's ass. That cop made that a center of intention, of intention. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the fucking media made him like they were all up in his face while he was fucking handing people money. But but yeah, but Odell is there trying to be the center of attention after. You know, with a center of attention. No, I get that. Be, he's yeah. kind of taken away from their yeah. glory yeah, right. by being there because he's OBJ. Right. Don't, but I don't expect... Here's the thing. I don't expect anything less from OBJ. Right. You know what I mean? Right. No, I get I get you. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Like, I'm a huge fan of the University of Michigan. I didn't go there. I'm a huge fan. Let's say I was a fucking... Let's say Lunatic Radio was doing the numbers that they said they were doing. Mm. And I had fucking all access pass. Cause I, cause I'm a big, huge fan and I fucking, you know what I mean? Let's just say like, I, I might be an asshole too. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm, well, it's a big deal. It's I a big celebration. I, yeah, I know. But I don't think you're going to be on the field, you know, you know, giving the players beers or handing them money after the game. I didn't see him handing nobody beers. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, you know, you're not, you're not going to make Michigan's win. About you. About you. I get it. Right. No, I get it. I get that. That's what OBJ that. did. And he's a fucking annoying. He's a typical millennial. But I, but I, but I, I have come to terms with not trying to fucking try to figure out why they do these things mm. and just accept that that's who the fuck they are. Like, you know what I mean? Like Antonio Brown. The fucking, have you seen the Antonio Brown video? Oh, yeah. No, I stopped. Of the cops attention. in front of his house. I, yeah. He's no. fucking, he's telling his girlfriend or whatever to get the fuck in the car like fuck you to the police get off his property type shit it's like i've come to terms of going i'm not gonna be like oh my god dude Antonio Brown, you're crazy i've accepted hey you you've been crazy i'm not shocked anymore yeah what is it what is it with wide receivers and losing their fucking mind like it seems like just wide receivers lose their fucking mind all the time it's it's been like all your history i i think it has something to do with the fucking the diva in the wide receiver position, you know what I mean? Like you're, think about it like this, Kieran. Mm. You're you're one of the most important parts of the team, and you don't have any responsibility. A quarterback is bigger than life, right? But they have so much responsibility. Right. A wide receiver doesn't. They get the glory because they get the touchdowns. They get they're always in the spotlight. Right. But they don't have the responsibility, so they're immature. Right. Mm. I'm just saying in general. I'm not calling every wide receiver. I'm just saying that's my logic. Is that they're yeah. they're still mature because they don't have to take responsibility. And when you're a young man that's 20 years old and you're in the fucking league, and uh, fuck the money aspect of it, you're in the spotlight, but you don't have the responsibility of being the quarterback of the team, mm. the 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 um the captain of the team scenario. Like who who gives a fuck? I'm a wild out. 
All you got to do is catch passes when they throw it to me in the end zone and be faster than anybody else on the field. That's all my job is to do. Yeah, no. I, I think that's why they have that, why they go crazy because that's the divaness that comes with being a wide receiver. Yeah. And, and, you, know, you, know I mean? you know, over the last fucking 40 years, there's always been at least one diva wide receiver that's completely annoying. Now we have two. I mean, Antonio Brown and fucking Odell Beckham Jr., but, you know, whatever. It's always been there. But it's our, just a I weird think, thing. I think at this point, we're not going to call Antonio Brown a wide receiver anymore because I don't think he'll play a, play another down. No, no, I think you're right about ever. that. Ever. Uh, Maybe in the XFL. Uh, yeah, the uh, Oscar nominations, right? Uh, I haven't, well, I, eh, I don't know. The Oscars happen every year. I don't know if we really need to have a, I don't know. It. it I feel like there shouldn't be the Oscars every year because not every year there's great movies made, but, uh, the Irishman is, uh, here's the best picture nominees, Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, there's no chance I'm ever going to watch that. The Irishman, which was three hours and 45 minutes, and it really wasn't that good. It could have been, it could have been two hours. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit, never watched that. I want to see the Joker. I haven't seen the Joker yet. Oh, you haven't seen the Joker? No. Kieran, you're going to love it. A guy that was, that went to school for theater, mm. you're going to, you're going to appreciate it. Not that you're going to, like, I wouldn't even say that you're going to like it or love it. You're going to appreciate it, Kieran. I promise you, you're going to appreciate that movie. I love Joaquin Phoenix. You are going to appreciate it. I think Joaquin Phoenix is uh, completely out of his mind, but oh, I think he's a great God, actor. Dude. God, he did so good. Uh, there's a movie called Little Women. I haven't fucked. There's so many nominees, I feel like. It is too much to watch here. Marriage Story, which was a Netflix uh, film, that that I mean, it was okay. I watched it. The acting was tremendous in the Marriage Story. Uh, Nineteen Seventeen, which is every year we have like a war hey, uh, type movie, and that's the, this year's war movie. Yeah, so, how did how did Nineteen Seventeen? How are they in the Oscars when it when it came out in in January? Didn't that come out in this month? Yeah, I I don't know. I actually don't have no idea. Hey Google, when did uh, the film Nineteen Seventeen come out? 1917 was released in London on December 4th, 2019. Yeah, December 4th. So. Oh, but it was it was in London. Yeah. Uh, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a nominee, and then Parasite. So there's a lot for you to fucking watch if you're a fan of film and you want to see all the best picture fucking nominees and choose your favorite, I guess. There's a lot to watch. That's fucking like, this is like 30 hours of fucking fucking shit you gotta watch well that, that's because we got streaming now man like yeah. some stuff just doesn't even release in the theater yeah it releases I mean, on netflix or they, they'll put it in the theater and select theaters just to be on these lists i learned that there's that as long as it's in a select theaters and it's, as long as it's like shown in a the theater even if it's a netflix special or prime video special or hulu special like mm. it's it can still be in the oscars uh, I've never seen, here's the one thing about the Oscar nominations. I've never seen one category stacked with more legends than the best oh, supporting, the best supporting actor category. Oh the, my the, God. The nominees are Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. Exactly. They're, they're That's like the, the Mount Rushmore of fucking actors over the last, you know, fucking. That's what I've, I've been wanting to watch is the two popes. Because I love anything that Anthony Hopkins does. It's fucking good. Be honest with you, the two popes is very good. It's very dialogue heavy, but it's mm-hmm. fucking good as shit. It really is a good movie. I don't know if it should win Best Picture, uh, because yeah, I just don't. I don't see it as a Best Picture winner, but um, it is. It is a good movie. You should watch but that. To, the the Tom Hanks. I mean, Tom Hanks is a fucking legend, also, but. Uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood isn't something that like you're not really you're 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 i feel like with autobiographies like you're not uh yeah, autobiography no. or biography like you're just playing it's somebody else it's, it's easy it's to a biopic yeah a biopic yeah. you're you're playing somebody else's I, I feel like it's a little bit easier even though there's more pressure on you i think it's a little bit easier um even though it's the two popes and you're playing somebody that's more of like something that i i just i just think it would be harder you know what i mean like when you're acting I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's just my take. I just don't. I just like. I just like when these guys win for doing a a, a, a character that isn't a real like a, a real life a bio character. You right. know what I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Because you get I, to I mean, bring your own person. Al Pacino played somebody that everybody knows. He played fucking. Uh... That's what I'm saying. Out of all these movies, the only person is Brad Pitt. Yeah. 
Yeah, Brad Pitt's playing a... That played a, that played a, a fictional character. Right, yeah. Al Pacino fell in and out of the character of Jimmy Hoffa, by the way. He fell in and out of yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand why he was even nominated. He did a terrible job, I thought, in that. I thought he did, too. Me and you talked about that on yeah, the, on the last thought, podcast that we thought, never posted. I thought he was doing an impression of Jack Nicholas, Nicholson playing... Uh, doing? Yeah, yes! Yeah, that's what I thought he was doing. He was doing a, an impression he, he, of Jack Nicholson doing the movie Hoffa. Right. That's exactly yes. what he was doing. Was, you, hit, you hit it right in the head? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's your fucking Oscars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's 2020. Fucking new show. New lunatic radio shows. We are on the we are on a chase to a million downloads. Uh, I I am encouraging everybody who listens to this show to log on to Instagram and DM or send messages to the great and talented, beautiful niece Wade Hofer at niece Wade Hofer. Uh, give her a follow. Let her know that the Lunatic Radio Show would like to have her on the pr- program because. We are uh, about to embark on a million downloads. And if she comes on the program, I imagine you get there quicker. So there you go. Do that. Fucking get out there and uh, do it. 716-325-0299. If you want to call into the program, I am, we're pretty much going to wrap up anyway. I think we're done. Um, anything else, fucking TJ? No, I just want to shout out because I, I haven't shout out all show. You know, I like to do my shout outs to everybody in the chat room. Mm. I want to shout out uh, Rem, cool teacher. What up, though? Uh, what's up, Jimmy Bacon? Uh, Big Mike is back. What up, though, Big Bro? Uh, Leroy Jenkins was good. Is everybody in the chat, everybody listening, and everybody that uh, does uh, uh, listen on their own time? Because I know that there's a lot of people that don't always get in the chat that that I talk to on a regular that say that they listen to the show. So shout out to all, all them people too. They get to. You know, check it out on their own time. Bird up. Uh, and before we go, uh, a little couple more visual images of the great uh, niece Wade Hofer. God damn. She does look like a fuckable robot, but she's actually a real person. <laughs> <laughs> I think in, when I turn 65, my fuckable robot is going to look like niece Wade Hofer. There you go, people. Follow her on the uh, Instagram. Let her know that the LR show would like to have her on and uh, discuss with her uh, things. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show. Yes, sir. Oh, no. Cool teacher checking in. Unfortunately, not good news for my puppy. Big puppy news. Come on now. We can't can't do this. So I got to get out my Twitter account and go through my humor doggy shit. Oh, I don't know. She she had trouble. Her dog was... uh, Hopefully, everything's okay with the dog and the dog's still alive, but we don't know. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for checking out the Lunatic Radio Show at Lunatic Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Uh, yes. Final words, TJ, go. It's good to be back. Word up. Peace.